Something happened uh, to someone very close to you who was a victim. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was my roommate uh, who is Thai. He actually just went back to Thailand to um, visit his family. And it was like around midnight. He went to CVS, uh, you know, was just like picking up snacks. We always do this. Like, uh, Is this in Queens? Yeah, this is in okay. Queens. And somebody jumped on his back um, and started strangling him. Totally um, unprovoked. Literally the most gentle, kind person you'll ever meet, you know. And that's why like it like really like I was so, so angry once I found out because like he wouldn't harm a fly. You know, he's the most passive, like peaceful person. Um and even when after it happened, he was like trying to like hold it in, hold in like the emotion of fear so that he wouldn't like have me um, be worried about him. Um, but you could tell like he was so, so genuinely shook. And like the worst part was that there were so many people around, like there's a security guard, there's all these people who are checking out their stuff at CVS and nobody helped. Um and the, bi- the guy and there were still people there yeah yeah i mean like customers mm, customers workers, people working there security, secure, guard was there security guard yeah and yeah. no one did anything Nobody did on anything yeah they just was willing to watch him get choked out mm-hmm. and luckily he had his uh, arm like next to his um oh, his yeah. neck his so he was able to prevent like the actual person but they have it on camera did he press charges so he asked for the the footage uh-huh. and th- the security guard just didn't help him whatsoever and he was just like okay i'm not gonna like pursue this further so he just went home what yeah and then he, he text- didn't even call the he cops texted me no he texted me to come out of my room and i did and he was like this is this is what happened to me like just be careful and um actually just like recently like i've been feeling like very like you know on the streets even like at nighttime i can't like walk around because like even in that area there were these like three guys who were just like you know cat calling is like one thing but they Mm -hmm. like took it to the next level where it was about me being asian and like they said something yeah it was like basically like oh give us our two minutes like we want our happy endings like yeah yeah, stuff like that like like you owe him like his it was like three guys who were like saying disgusting stuff to me like while i'm like coming back from work like while i'm just trying to like go home you know and like I was just like, man, this is like, I have to like go to these, you know, anti-Asian racism rallies. I would anyways, but like, I'm just like, this is really happening, you know, like, and it's, you just have to show up. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's, that's crazy. It was not awesome. That's for sure. But I'm just glad my roommate is, you know, physically okay. And, um, he's with his family now. So yeah. Why didn't he decide to press charges? Um, because they have a camera there, and and um, and I'm sure that CVS will cooperate. Yeah, I honestly, I think just because like he was so rattled from that experience, and then he did try to seek help, and it wasn't immediately like, you know, provided. Provided. Yeah. I think he was just like, okay, I don't want to think about this. I'm just gonna put it away. I mean, first of all, it's not your roommate's fault. There should mm. be no shame, even though he of probably course. feels a lot mm. of shame, right? It's it's certainly not his fault, and he has to fight that feeling, and and and. And go, you know what? That could happen to someone else. Mm. Nah, I got to get this person off the street. I got, I have to say something. Mm. I have to bring that awareness up. Also yeah. that, and when you were saying that nobody helped out, yeah. that's really traumatizing. Yeah. To feel that alone yeah. in a in a busy street. That and- happened to me one time. I don't think it was like uh, specifically because uh, of my race or anything like mm-hmm. that. But like this... Um, uh, homeless lady just like smacked me on the back of the head like at Port Authority um, it was during the summertime this and, past summer yeah this past summer and Holy I was looking God. around and like 
people saw it and just like kind of kept moving. There was one lady who was just like, oh, did you say something to her? Is that why she smacked you? And like, it was like already just like the blame was on me, it felt like. And I was just like, no. So then I was just like, okay, I'm getting out of this like situation. I'm not going to like, you know. It was, uh, it's just like, Blaming the, the victim? it's just crazy how like, people crazy. react in those situations. Cause it's just like, oh, what did you do to make them react like that? When in reality, a lot of the time it's unprovoked, you know, I would, I, weren't they looking at the entire time to see like, what no, was a happening? lot of times no, if mean, you are walking by, you could be catching, like you mm-hmm. could hear something oh, yeah. and then afterwards look and then, oh, okay. They you, weren't would, paying you would try to create a story in your head right, to go, like, well, this person obviously didn't hit this person yeah. for no reason. That person, what is this? I'm crazy. She came to the end of the. Meanwhile, that person is just, you know, probably filled with hate, mm. you know? Absolutely. Whether it's your race or the way you look or some, they feel some sort of jealousy mm. or wow. shortcoming. So they feel like they need to hit you for that. I think it's like we're a bunch of freaking, you know, five-year-olds in a freaking playground. Mm. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm. That's so insane. I mean, like that, that, I mean, going back, just, just so traumatizing because, you know, just, but, but. We have to, you know, be able to report this because, you know, mm-hmm. if no one knows about it, and that's why these rallies and these marches are happening, mm-hmm. because it's been going on for so long, even before the pandemic. But because it's been going on for so long, you know, and nothing's being done, right? That we have to just regular people just going out on the street, we, raising our voices, yeah, you know, just, just raise awareness. Because yeah. so many, so many people just don't even realize that like racism against Asians is a thing, you know, and right. like so many people are still just like, oh yeah, everything's fine, like mm-hmm. you know, and you just have to tell your stories and like, you know, tell about your experiences. Otherwise, people just aren't gonna you right, know, and they have to report have that it. Perspective. They look at the numbers. Yeah, be, you know what? Stories like yours stories like your roommates Mm. is not uncommon within the Asian circle. Mm. Every Asian person, I bet, I'm willing to wager that they know someone or have at least one degree of separation where they know someone that have been a victim of some sort of hate crime Mm. or prejudice or racism. Mm. And that's, that just tells you how normal it is and how frequent it is. And then we get gaslighted and, and, and people try to tell us that, nah, that doesn't happen to you. You're the model minority. Mm-hmm. You guys are white adjacent. Mm-hmm. You guys don't experience racism. You don't experience the hardships of life. And I'm going to say, no, that's absolutely not true. We know it's not true. Mm-hmm. But what I am willing to say is that we may not bitch about it. We may not speak up about it. We may mm-hmm. just kind of just take it all in. And just keep working through it mm-hmm. and keep fighting through it. And that's We're, what I will say about my roommate, it. just to like go off of that, is that he avoids conflict. He that's avoids it. confrontation, you know? And like, um, I don't think he's like one to really like take a situation by the horns, you know? It's an emotion, right? And we can't bury anger. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people deal with anger incorrectly where they try to avoid it entirely. Mm-hmm. It's part of your human emotion as, as with love and happiness and all that. And we're so quick to allow happiness and that's great. But when things happen to us, we have to express anger. We have to learn how to deal with being angry and, and not hurting other people, mm. but using that and turning that into, it's still energy. Into action. In this case, speak up about it. And if you're going to the rallies, if you're, you know that that's a big problem in our community, not speaking up. Mm-hmm. And I also think like um, it's important to, to let him know uh, that he's not alone. Yeah, because um, I, we were talking to Protect Chinatown um, in our previous podcast, 
And they, they said like, um, it's very traumatic for someone to go through that where mm-hmm. they're being attacked. But if there's actually somebody who actually comes and comforts them right mm-hmm. after, yeah, that actually diminishes the effects of that, you know, P- PTSD. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and I think when that happened to him and nobody came to his aid, yeah, that really affected uh, yeah. something in, in terms of psychologically, and and probably he just wants it just just to forget about it and just move mm-hmm. on. Um, I remember I posted a story about it, like just telling everyone, you know, who I know what happened and he read that and he was like, like, thank you for, mm. you know, because like he didn't and he does have Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. But I don't think he wanted to be the one to like tell Why the story. Is that? I'm not sure. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of factors, right? but just some I mean, shame I, I get to it, say like, I get oh, it I got if it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. if there's some shame and may help highlight that story, Mm. and he said thank you right so he's obviously not wanting to hide it so why mm. is that is he you know to me it's i'm not so sure if if it's this is like something one person you know one particular you situation hide. you know right. so yeah, everybody's I, I, different right i'm just talking about him in general yeah, right yeah. so i'm i'm going if 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 something happened to me and i feel shame i don't want anyone to know mm. Don't put it on your story. Don't talk about it yeah. to anyone. Keep it. It's our secret. Yeah. I tell you this because I'm uncomfortable um, with anyone else knowing it about it outside of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but if he if he thanked you, if you did something for me, and I said thank you yeah. for telling that story, then maybe he feels. I would imagine maybe he feels like he doesn't have support. Enough people um, who are listening, right? Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. he feels like it'll just mm-hmm. be a waste of time and energy. Mm. and then he probably doesn't want to relive that moment yeah that feeling yeah but i mean i can like i speak with people that that has been victims and they um they're scared Mm. um they're frightened they feel shame Mm. and they all deal with it differently so I, i i do respect that but i think the way to get peace back is to fight back Mm. i think that's that because if you don't then it's going to happen to more people, more people. Like we have to, each of us have to be that spark mm. in mm. order to make that change. All of us. Well, yeah. When you look at it like yourself, yeah, what can I do? I can't make a difference. You're right. You're right. When you look at it that way, you're mm-hmm. making that come true. But if you look at it, like I said, how many, we all know at least one person that's gone through. What if they all reported it? Right. And honestly, these right? stories that are coming out that are actually being recorded they actually sparked a lot of these movements. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, it's, I, I get it. I get it. You know, there's, there's, you don't want to report on something that, that happened to you that, that, that might not be like, you know, might be shameful about it. There's no support. Um, but I, I always constantly tell, like, even, even my mom, I, I tell her, we, if something happens or my family members, they have to report it. So, so that, you know, it's actually recorded. And then, um, even if nothing comes about it, there's actually a record of it, mm. you know? So something we could refer back to it if, if need be, but I don't know. There, there's just so much crap happening right, right now. Right now, yeah. It always has been, but like very, very apparent right now. Yeah, it's gotten a lot more aggressive. I mean, I feel like that undertone was always there, you know, that racism was always there mm-hmm. and ever since COVID and like, you know, our own president like saying terrible things about Asians in general. It's just like, you know, the two go hand in hand and then completely explode into something else, you know? I want to touch on something where, (laughs) you know, you're, you're biracial, 
Hapa. Mm-hmm. Um, so you 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 come from both uh, you know cultures. Yeah. Did did your friends you know f- f- you know uh, white friends mm. did they come out and you know reach out to you and and, and yeah talk, yeah try to talk to you they, about what's a couple happening of them right did and I was actually very appreciative of the ones who did like even if it was like an awkward like like you know yo like, what's up. Like <laughs> one of my friends asked if she could like buy me anything on Seamless, huh? and she was like, she was like, that can was I, like, the... can I do anything for you? Like, can I wow, buy you really food kind. or something? Mm-hmm. Um, she can buy something like, for me. The thought, I, know, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like the thought was really sweet, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Just because we were all we're all going through it, and um, um, I was more like confused at the people who didn't say anything. You know, maybe it's because they didn't know how to approach it or mm. like, but they saw that I was actively talking about it through my right. social media. Like I'm willing to talk about it, like engage in like conversation about it, you know, and like um, some people just like we would hang out and they wouldn't say anything. They mm. wouldn't know how to like, I don't know. And um, yeah, I think everyone, you know, reacts to things differently. But like I definitely appreciated the the one like or the couple friends who like were very, you know. Um, what's the word? Just there for me, yeah. you know. They reached just out, like, really yeah. reached out. Like, I mean, we had sure okay. yeah, we had yeah. some friends reach out to us as well. Yeah, you know, and just checking in, just saying, yeah, hey, hope everything's cool, you know. Yeah, just checking in, and we, I appreciate that. Most people would say, oh, they're the ones to blame for it. Mm-hmm. It's not one type of person, you know. It, it, I mean, if you do that, then you're going to be caught off guard. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. right now. You're going to be surprised when something happens and it's not that who you thought it was that right, certain profile. Right. But we had people check in on us from all sorts of, from everywhere. Yeah. You know, for me you, too. Jewish me too. people checked in on mm-hmm. us. We had, we had uh, black people checking on us, Hispanic yeah. people checking on us. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had other Asians yeah. checking like, yo, Will, you good? And I'm like, nah, yeah, yeah, you good, buddy. Can I get you anything on Seamless? <laughs> yeah, my, my uh, yeah, so, so my fiance's mom is like, you know, I'm good. He's good. Everything's, you know, my, yeah. my, my, my fiance yeah. is Dominican. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm t- I'm like speaking to my mom and telling her you be careful, and then I have you know my fiance's mom like checking in on me. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. That's great. Yeah, that's really great. And appreciated that. Mm. But I mean, yeah, I'm like constantly on alert. So yeah, yeah. And I tell Gabby like just if something if if you notice something just just walk across the street because I might I might do something. And actually, something did happen what recently. Happened? To uh, you? Yeah, I you told you about it. Well, which one? The uh, <laughs> which one? I don't go out picking fights, man. Oh um, no, uh, the the uh, farmers market, Union Square. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not no, it's not like a, I had to like throw down. Yeah, yeah I like thought that. I thought you had to throw down. I was like, well, uh, are you gonna tell me you threw down, no, no, bro? No, no, no. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I mean, Maze here. So, mm-hmm. so we were in the farmers market, in Union Square, and some dude, some guy was um, just saying some Nazi shit about um, uh, Chinese people. And so he, this is, and he was about to walk out of the, the farmer's market. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I, sh- I don't have to deal with this, you know. Um, but then he starts walking back. And I'm with, with, with Gabby, and she's, you know, she's pregnant. Of course. And, uh, and so he, he comes walking back, and I'm, I'm walking with her. And then he co- and turns around, and, and, and these are two women standing there, minding their own business. And the, she, he got into their faces. So I was right, I mean, maybe like, uh, me and you distance apart mm. right and I just said you know, back the fuck up yeah and then and then his attention came towards me and so I was just walking you know away and trying to lead him away from from the two women 
um and we just talking shit to each other mm. but nothing physically escalated mm. so we just walked apart was he like homeless or he definitely had some mental issues yeah. because he was like just talking shit but yeah but by to himself right right, right. and then and then when he kind of escalated and turned his aggression towards the two women that's when I, you know i had like i was the closest one so i had to step in but mm. you know it was a it was a uh you know it was filled with people right. let me ask you something how come all these stories that i hear people with mental issues mm. always attack someone weaker than them mm. Mm. I mean, a part of it that is mental, but obviously, yeah. Why, but why are they always? Why are all these? Like, I'm getting sick and tired of hearing these mental people. These sh- they're shitty bullies. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're also, crazy. Like, why but are they, why like, they they don't attack like a real formidable dude, mm. right? If they do, they 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 outnumber them, or they got like a a, a big weapon. Right, mm. but if they're gonna act crazy like that and they're not armed with anything, it's always after old people, children, and women. Mm. I hate that. No, you that's know? what I hate too. I hate but, bullies. But if if you're that mental, right, then then why would you go after? You can still recognize, like, yeah, right. you, you can, can recognize still, the weak. I mean, I don't want to say right. weak, but how mental is this really? Like, mm. if you have that awareness, and yeah, I just hate the because he was bothering two. He was bothering women, two women, right? and then and then sees this guy with his pregnant wife. And this guy is just filled with hate, mm-hmm. hate. And if you're mental, you can. Then how come? And, and another thing: why are all these mental people racist? I see that a lot too. Yeah. Why are all these it's mental like, people racist? I have some questions here. Why are they, they're, the, they're targeting a specific group what, of people? What, so when you're mentally ill, that comes along with let me be a racist prick. When you're mentally ill, does that mean oh let me let me attack women and children? Let me let me talk shit. To people that are pregnant, you try to go at a, a pregnant woman. To me, that's a well. She wasn't pregnant. That's the the Jabby. Yeah, yeah. She was there with you. Yeah, yeah. And then you go on that too. That you got. You got. <laughs> I wasn't. I. I honestly like. I wasn't really thinking at that moment. But when I got home, I was like, "Fuck, yo, Gabby." You know, Gabby was right next to me, and if did it did escalate. You know, she could have been hurt. That's what I. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking when when mm-hmm. when I got home. I was like, and I, I I felt so, you know, even with the anger. But then I felt so like, I gotta think. I gotta be careful. Yeah. You know. So, um, and if it did escalate to something physical, I, you know, I was prepared to do it. But then I didn't realize like my mind was so focused on that. I wasn't mm-hmm. really thinking about um mm-hmm. Gabby. So, I was just like. I just felt so fucked like afterwards mm. just thinking about that that uh, I mean like I don't know it, it's it's so frustrating to have to think about that to mm. protect myself and I gotta protect like uh, you know my unborn child and, yeah. and, 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 and my and my fiance so yeah it's crazy that's gonna happen when, when you're a father you're gonna get in situations where you wanna protect your kid and some questionable things even even like as much as if you're driving and someone cuts you off you're gonna get that like Bro, what the fuck? Are you going to get angry that someone cuts you off? You have a, I have a kid in here. Like, mm. what's wrong with you? Things are going to happen. Yeah. Be smart. You don't want to rec- recklessly, like, engage in fights. Right. You know, that's not going to be, like, fruitful. Right. But if, if, you're, if you're back against a corner. Yeah. I then, mean, of course, you have to. Your job as a man. Protect yourself. Is to protect and provide. Mm. So you provide for your family, your woman, and you goddamn protect them to the very end. Like, they have to feel safe around you. So, uh don't don't cower it away i saw this video person who was mentally ill attack 
a Jewish couple. The mother and the father initial reactions was like, whoa, they backed away and, and fight or flight kicked in and they both did flight. So the stroller was left there, <gasps> the baby. So the guy goes there and starts slashing the baby. What? So the mother, obviously, now, you know, her being a mother, just protecting her child. The whole came out. She came in and she, no, she was, the guy has a knife and he's a man. He's yeah. a grown, big guy. So he's slashing her. And the guy in the video hid behind his wife, shielded himself. Didn't, what? didn't protect his wife or the baby. That, that, that frustrated this me. This is a real, I could show you the video after this. No, but this, this I get angry. Yeah, yeah, this, this, a month ago? Yeah. It, In New York? Uh, I think Battery Park City, around that area, on the west side. But yeah, it, it, when I saw that video, it, it freaked me out. And then you look in the comment section of that video, it's like, yo, everyone's like just ripping on a guy. Like, yo, how can you hide behind your wife or not fight that guy? And that's what I was trying to tell you. It's, it's unnecessary. Like a you don't thing, need to then yeah. keep it verbal, right? Yeah. If, if you could de-escalate somehow, mm -hmm. especially if, you, if, if you're not by yourself. You know, you have people you care about that could be vulnerable. Um, but if you have no choice, you got to get at them with everything you got. I think, I think in this climate, you, you have to be smart. You have mm -hmm. to be prepared if you need to do something. There's a time to be smart, but I also feel like we need to be more. And a lot of people may disagree with me here, but I'm just going to say it. We need to be more fucking aggressive. Like pick fights? What are you talking about? No, 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 no. The ones that choose us, we got to let them know that if they choose us, that it's going to hurt. It's the wrong day. They got to know. Like, what, what do Asians know for? Like being passive. Mm. If it happens to me, I'm not going to report it. I'm just going to. We need to be very aggressive. Absolutely. Do what you can with what you have legally. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, if you if look, if anyone touches physically or they escalate to, to, to that point, yeah, you, you got to defend yourself. But that's to the full extent of the law, because if you fuck them up and then you get you can you can get arrested for that shit, too. Mm -hmm. Self-defense. So, no, no. You, you actually have to show scars yourself. What scars do I need to show? There's a fucking camera there showing some dude try to choke me out. That's a life or death situation. He chokes me out. I'm unconscious. Yeah. What can I do? I don't know what he's going to do with my body afterwards. Yeah. Right? If he's mentally ill, I don't know. So I got to, I got to, in, in any fight, let me just be very clear. In any fight, you have to assume the worst is going to happen to you. Let's keep it real. You have to assume that you can possibly die. At this right, confrontation, at, at, at that point where you submit, so him, you have to do full self defense. When you fully submit him, you still gonna pummel him, right? Because because thing. at that point, it, the police will know. Like, how do I know I fully? Force. How do I f excessive force? How do I know I fully submit him? What if he gets well, up and he has a weapon? Like he, once he's not punching, I'm, back, I'm like not a, him down. Away. I'm not a trained professional. Mobilize and then you walk you know, until you, I you feel like or you run away. If, until I feel like I'm safe. It's your own viewpoint of when do you feel safe. Right. When he's immobilized, if he's bleeding to death. Do you guys know that video on the train of that guy who um, I think I think initially people thought that he was Asian, but it turned out he was Hispanic. And yeah, yeah. it was the On the J train. On the J train, yeah. yeah. And um, basically he uh, Wait, wait, was he Hispanic? I think he may have ended up being Hispanic. I don't I don't know. I've I've heard conflicting yeah, yeah. Uh, news reports know. on that, yeah. so it wasn't 
I mean, my mom told me like, oh no, it's it's a uh, it was a, uh, a land person, but it doesn't matter. I mean, like this yeah, guy was matter. like fleeing. But the like, whole point sh- is that that guy stopped fighting back at a certain point, point. Yeah. and that guy kept pummeling him, and then took it to the next level, started choking him while he was already like basically unconscious. But that wasn't self defense. So, like, but that's what I mean, though. If you keep punching somebody, it's not self defense anymore. Like once they're incapacitated. No, no, that guy like, was never in a state of self defense. I think they were fighting each right. other. They they were like they were definitely it, engaging. The, in the guy fight. was the aggressor though. He, he, just he initiated I think the there contact. Was, like punches thrown on both sides though. It's so easy for us to be in a calm state of mind as we are right now and rationalize things. Mm. But when you're in a fight mm. and you're not used to fighting, mm. it's a different state of mind. You're in a survival state, and when you're fighting, you're not consciously going. Oh, if you're not used to fighting, if, you're, if that's not like an everyday thing, you and anyone that's no that's ever been in a fight, if you if you haven't fought in a long time, you get in a fight, you get the shakes, your hands start shaking, what is adrenaline control, and you may not you you switch to a different mentality. You're in a, you're in a survival state, uh, and you're going, I'm going to attack, 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 because that's my best defense right now, is to attack back and attack back. So this person's not able to get me back, and you're not a professional fighter, you can't really gauge when is you enough you can gauge when someone's not reacting anymore though. well yeah if they're, if they're dead not... fish then yeah, yeah but like, you, sh- you know what I yeah, mean after like... you put them in a chokehold then they, they, they I mean they pass out it's one thing if you put a sleeper hold on someone mm. and then they're knocked out and you keep you right. know if you're doing a river dance on his face after that then that's that's not cool mm. you know I get that but if someone's kind of a little wobbly doing a little chicken dance and you know, but if you leave them alone enough, they could recover. The thing about that, they could recover. There's no like reason to. I mean, if they're really like fighting you, mm-hmm. and you see that they're, and you've like gotten your punches in and whatnot, then like get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I, I understand you where know? you're coming from. Is to just to, um, just to move away from that uh, situation. You know, just just position yourself away from the situation because you already you already stopped it because you know and then you just move on or you or you report it it, you know something like that i get i get what you're saying it's very you're talking about like someone who's in that situation it's very calm and easy to to make a very common Mm. sense rational decision like you just said that is the most common sense rational decision advocate for like anything other than that right no no we no we don't we're not advocating for people to go out there and and i'm advocating for if someone harms you to absolutely fight back in the best way that you can, mm-hmm. whether it's with the law, pressing charges, speaking mm-hmm. up about it, or if someone's physically harming you, to disable them so that they can't physically harm you. Yeah, or now, be or be a now. My my point or, is that if you're not voice. when you're in the battle, the heat of the moment, you don't know. If you're from the outside looking in, you know, oh, that person's winning. That person's about to get done. Mm-hmm. But in the heat of the moment, if you're not an experienced fighter, you just you're, you're on pure adrenaline and and anger. Mm-hmm. Right. So whatever energy that anger thrown at you now, it's kind of growing. And if they pick the wrong person that that, you know, actually can fight back and they redirect that energy back and it hits them even harder. You know, it, it, it could end very ugly. Depends actually, you know, how aggressive right. the situation is, because because you can be arrested if, if it, it, it sure it uh, goes out of the control of she, this person's already stopped. And then you actually, be, you know, continue to beat them. Right. You can be arrested for that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to pull away from that. Heated up moment. The adrenaline's pumping. I'll put it this way. Know. If you ever argue with someone, you get in a real deep like 
aggressive argument with someone and you guys talk a lot of shit and during it in the heat of the moment you couldn't control it but afterwards where you're normal you got some time to think you're like damn man, i said some crazy shit i wish i never said it now i can't take it back but damn i i, I should have controlled that you know but i couldn't you know what i mean and in the heat of and how many times does that happen to all of us in our lives where we got into some type of verbal confrontation with someone and we said a lot of crazy things in that we perhaps wish we would never have said mm. right Be but in the heat of the moment you're so in that battle that you can't really control what you say now imagine trying to control what you do imagine trying to control what you do it's and you're not a trained fighter that's what i'm saying you can if, if you're a trained fighter then you can obviously it's you can control it it's, one two it's, one two i'm out it's yeah you're in that you, you practice you have a lot of repetitions of it yeah. but what i'm saying if that's not a part of your daily routine if this is like your second fight you had in your entire life how can you accurately gauge something like that you know it, it's very emotional and then when and for someone that doesn't get in a fight a lot when you do even time feels different everything's very fast it's like right or slow depending who you are but if you, you know, where someone would fight a lot, it's, it's, you can see, you can telegraph, you can see everything. It's, it's not, but when things are happening, it's very fast, man. It's, it's, it's like, oh my gosh, whoa, what the hell happened? Mm. You know, when you snap out of it, you're like, what, what, what just happened? And then I'm not saying it's physical, but that's the truth because we, what, every time an Asian person gets attacked, we're going to set up a march. I mean, look, we got to stand at, up. At some point you got to be tired up. of marching. Of course. But as a group, I mean, as a, as a, as a group, we, we, sh we want that, you know, we want that uh, to get our message out there. And the best way to, yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to, you can, you're not going to have one fight and then it's going to stop everything. Yeah. I that, mean, I you, mean, that's a given. I look, feel look like. at, look at the Atlanta shootings. The, the mm. freaking empathy was, was to the shooter, not, not the victims, not the people who died, mm. you know? And they, they, they didn't even want to call it what it was, which was a hate crime. Right. You know? I, I mean, it's really, it's really uncomfortable to talk about. Right. That's a part of our reality. We have to be able to address these things and look at our reality for what it is. We can't make it up a fairy just, tale. It was just incredible to me, just with the shootings, um, that people were still in denial that it was um, racially, you know, Motivated. executed. And um, like even people who were close around me, they were just like, oh, he's just crazy. It didn't have anything to do with the fact that they're Asian, yada, yada. Wow. But like, I just. He was targeting spas where Asians worked. Right, right. And uh, I just it's like you can only teach so much like when it's so blatantly obvious like mm -hmm. it's not like he went to an all like white person salon right it's like he specifically went to you know um and it's just like it's just this constant issue of like hypersexualization of asian women like fetishization that like we have so many like issues with like as a society and like man that that shooting really really like shook me to my core i remember the last time you were here we talked about your experience with dating mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that you particularly believe that uh, asian men obviously they you know while some of them do experience uh more challenges right for whatever reason right but you also feel like a lot of them are able to are not limited because mm -hmm. they're Asian. I think racism goes. I mean, right. Both both right. genders, of course. You started getting into it with some people that started sexualizing you and saying some crazy oh, stuff. We're like some incel ass four chan comments on, <laughs> on our. <laughs> 
I was like, who are these people? I was literally just like, holy crap, who are these people? There was one guy who was like, I would never support Asian women in the media. I will never do it. They're like all against me and like yada yada, just like straight misogyny. I was just like, holy crap, who is this guy? And like, <laughs> should we like find him in like some basement somewhere? Like, oh man. Incels. Incels. So, oh boy. <laughs> so why do they feel that way? Well, what was interesting was like they they were saying, oh, like Asian women have it so much better than Asian men. Like Asian women are seen like as like highly desirable in the society. And I'm just like, there's a difference between like highly desirable and fetishized. Mm-hmm. Like fetishization is still incredibly damaging. Like, and you just objectify the person to the point where you don't even see them as like a full, like three-dimensional person. It's literally just like a caricature of what, like your perceptions of like how they should be is projected onto them, right? So I just, you know, when there were a lot of comments being like, oh, like you had it hard, but like we had it harder. It's like, it's not a competition, number one. And we both, we all know that like racism is a huge issue in this country, but just because like Asian women are seen as like, you know, sexually desirable in like to cer- to a certain degree, it's not a compliment and it's not a good thing because of the way that it's like approached a lot of the time. You know what you know. the crazy thing about when the the shooting happened mm. is like they were talking about like oh it's uh there's sex workers as a it's um it's one of those um happy ending spots. I don't like I mean is that the most important thing to report so, on right now? So they tried like, the so fuck? here's the right, thing as if that like makes it okay for yeah. him to like have right. done that. Right away they tried to dehumanize us. Mm-hmm. So they they look for it for it to be okay to make the death okay at the hands of that person. Mm. that's what that was about oh they were sex oh, workers trying to uh, trying so, to empathize for with the killer not yeah. the victims yeah, yeah 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 poor killer these asian women got forced evolved, them to do it forced Fuck. them to do it and and, and by he the way was, they were sex workers so it's okay just the fact that like he was so tortured himself like incredibly incredibly religious to the point where it was like toxic like his relationship with religion at least and he obviously had like a you know issue with sex and whatnot and he just projected that onto these women blamed them for it um and in order to solve his own issues killed them you know and i just cannot think of anything more selfish more entitled more racist more misogynistic than that Mm. act in and of itself and the fact that people do like sympathize with him and say that oh he had a bad day you know that's crazy i just i it's it's really really like hard to even talk about you know none of us have all the answers right it's always like yeah but i could do and i think that's important to say too you know it's just like none of us have the answers like like we just have to like go forward like you know real like telling you know our stories and yeah usually when we have you here we talk about happy stuff well <laughs> happy stuff how did we get here how did we get well the things we, we were here. supposed to talk oh, about thanks norm stuff. for asking that question you got us here well Sorry. remember we were supposed to talk about this stuff because he was just like oh because he read my story i don't know if you did but basically no. i wrote this huge post on instagram and it was all about like how you wrote something very um, profound and i I've connected with it so um yeah. And a lot of people actually messaged me, mm. like, and a lot of people from my old hometown messaged me and were just like, oh. we, we like realized like how it must have been for you. And we can't even imagine like how hard it was. Wait, what happened in your story? Oh, I was just saying how like, just because people thought that like, 
racism against Asians wasn't a thing. And I was just like, okay, let me like tell my story about like how I was hypersexualized all throughout my life. Like with like, uh, people who I was dating, like it was always like one or the other, like not attractive at all because I was Asian or like, um, like only you were only attracted to me because of the idea of like this like suck it up blossom like geisha fairy girl you know yellow fever yeah yeah. like the amount of times like my boyfriend's friends would be like oh like you like her because she's like like you must have yellow fever let's talk about it your your boyfriend's white yeah yeah my boyfriend's white and like his friends will still be like um make insensitive comments like yeah yeah they'll be like oh yeah your asian girlfriend like ha 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 like um, and it's just like a big joke. And I've been on so many dates where like, it's just like you, yeah. you can have a conversation within like probably 10 minutes. You can figure out that this guy is like not here for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Like they just see you as like this, like this sex doll, the sex doll yeah. essentially yeah. To fulfill just, their like, Asian girl. Yeah, fantasy. yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause it's just like at that That's rate, That's a real like, thing, man. No, yeah, yeah. 100%. Cause just like, it feels like you're just like this, um, uh, this quota that they're like trying to fill almost yeah. and then you're not actually like end game like end game material is going to be like the white girl or like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like with them I think they got so comfortable with me when we were just hanging out that they kind of they slipped up oh Will you don't want to move there that's uh, there's a lot of X amount of people that live here in that yeah. neighborhood it's so funny I had a really similar like, experience uh, I'm Asian yeah I had a really similar <laughs> like, experience I, I would that. feel comfortable there at 100% wow and, and she was just like oh shh I forgot wow. so a lot of the times they can forget that you're Asian even if you look like this which is weird I, I never knew that phenomenon I heard about that phenomenon I just I don't. what happened to me was like I had a co-worker and um, we work at a dermatology firm right mm-hmm. and uh, she was the MA and we had a patient who came in who was Asian and we were trying to find where she was she may have gone like upstairs or the bathroom or whatever and my co-worker who's white um, was like oh have you seen um, the girl like you know like and stretched her eyes oh at me at me and I was like what the fuck and I told her I was just like Paige like first of all no I haven't seen her <laughs> second of all you can't do that and she was like oh like I think it was I don't think wait this it, is a co-worker this is a co-worker oh, and God, I don't think wow. it was like out of and actually another thing happened you know at my restaurant it's like a three Michelin star restaurant very yeah. fancy ton of like French people who work there and there's this group of Asian people who were leaving and they were just like oh my god the food was so good like they were like really really positive and happy leaving and then one of the the French captains people always think that racism is only like an American thing no it's everywhere like mm-hmm. you're oh, yeah, European sure. they like, literally were like okay so I, I can't say his name well, <laughs> he was just like like in the worst accent in the worst like oh my gosh and, and I went up to him I was just like I was like not okay that's not okay man that's so wrong. I was like okay. hold on um they don't realize a lot of it's education man because they, they they learn they it from their parents like, or their peers um, and it's become so normal because they do it so often but stuff. yeah so I went up to him I was like you know they weren't Japanese right and he was just like and I was like, you know, that's totally inappropriate to say, right? Because they, they heard him and they, they were just looked so confused. Oh, the, the, the customers? Yes. Yo, that's so fucked up. And then what? I went up to the manager and I was just like, did you see what just happened? And he was like, that was one of the stupidest things I've seen in a long time. And then they had like a conversation about yeah. it afterwards. But yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, holy crap. See, that's interesting. Like, you know, there's something going on there. Like there's yeah. something It's like that conflicting. It's almost like uh, it, it, it's it's... It's so like get out, like it's in there. Mm-hmm. It's always been there, but because you know you don't see anyone that's paying attention, or you know 
mm-hmm. you you let it you let you let it slip, but it's always been there. And yeah. that's that's what's like people make jokes all the time and they're not funny, and then they're like, oh, you don't have a sense of humor. It's just like it's genuinely not funny. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like, why do that's I have true. to pretend to laugh mm-hmm. when I just like? And when it's at my expense to begin with, you know? People have an unconscious bias Mm. where they're just trained a certain way to think. Because if they don't, if all they see is Asians in in this type of setting, whatever the movies tell them, and they have that one Asian friend that confirms that, Mm -hmm. then that's it. They believe it. Like, oh, look at that one Asian person that I know totally fits this movie yeah. character. So yes, you guys are definitely like this. And then when they meet other Asians, they, they just expect... People just, you know, they do the same thing. I mean, it's, a, it's an unconscious bias. Yeah, but unconscious bias can can be very... Uh, damaging. Damaging. It leads to system, systematic racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. like you could say like, you know, just because uh, Asian is supposed to be this way, I'm not going to hire you. That causes a whole issues. Like you're not hiring because... You know, they're Asian or they're a specific type of race. Can you imagine if we did that with other areas in life or other professional areas? If they did that with doctors? Mm. Can you imagine that? Would you want the best doctor working on you? Or would you want someone yeah. who's able to like chat and carry a conversation? Right. And, like, and which, which, have like, good bedside manner, I you know? <laughs> Absolute outrage if we did that with sports. Mm. Can you imagine the Knicks go, oh, yeah, we need like three Asian people? You gotta fill a quarter. And they're not that good. Mm. Even locally here, they're seeing the whole reason the Blasio is talking about, you know, Stuyvesant, Brooklyn, all these uh, Brooklyn Specialized high schools. Yeah, right. They're, what did he say about that? I mean, uh, he wants to get rid of the, the, the standardized, the testing, right? So because Asians are doing too well on these tests, so that he wants to get rid of um, these uh, standardized tests. So you can, emission, basically emissions tests. It's just a very complicated issue because By like... Grades. Um, obviously Asians test very well, right? Just in general. Like, Speak for yourself. This is I'm the a issue, terrible right? test taker. This is the issue because they're yeah. pitting minorities against each other right. in this way because um, what they're trying to do is create opportunity for African-Americans to be able to like get into these schools as well. But unfortunately, because of how our educational system works and the lack of resources, they're just not able to, you know, yeah. um, test as well, right? So it's just like it's pitting two minorities against each other. And then it's just like, but then look who's like still on top, you know, look who's still like able to get into these schools. All right. Last thing, May. Is there a difference when you date an Asian guy? I would think the cultures are definitely different, right? I would say say there's definitely like a fundamental better understanding of each other with like Asian men. Um, Just because I feel like with a lot of white men, I have to do a lot of explaining and like a lot of like, um, like trying to like make... I don't know how to explain it, but like, uh, like there's more of like a understanding with Asian guys. I don't have to explain everything. You know what I mean? And, um, and then I, with white guys, I do have to like deal more with like the, Oh, I'm the Asian girlfriend, you know? And like that sort of stuff. Uh, but like, I mean, (laughs) I did date, um, this one Chinese guy who like required, um, for like us to shower before getting into bed every mm-hmm. single time like every single time and like um this is like way back when but like uh that's just like i don't really do that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'll, I'll shower at nighttime but mm-hmm. like um it's not like it's not like <laughs> i'm a, trying to hold in my laughter here it's Sorry, not like a ahead. requirement 
maybe we should not put this anywhere <laughs> no no this is this is this could be relatable to a lot of people you never know he, like he chalked so. it up to like being asian he was like oh yeah like i'm chinese this is like a regular thing and i was just like no is that a thing for you i don't shower before i go to bed. <laughs> i don't shower he made, i don't go shower like he made me feel less asian because he was just like oh you're not, i guess you're not that asian. if he was I'm like, like you know what i mean if he was like, like me Take off your goddamn shoes before you walk through my house. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was like, I mean, all right, that's, that's an Asian thing. That's, that's a given. Yeah, that's a given. It's, it's not an Asian thing to shower before. Bed. Well, it's a given in the Asian culture, but I don't it's think a, a it's a it's like, a that guy thing. But it was like thing. even to like sit on his bed, like you had to take a shower. That's bizarre. I, I wouldn't let someone sit on my bed with outside clothes. Yeah, like with if outside you were, clothes. Right, I get right. that. You got your jeans on and everything. Like, well, I don't even do that, so right. you can't. But it's weird because I would let my dog on my bed. You realize he walks on, like, I know. human urine yeah. on the concrete yeah, yeah. and, like, everything and, uh, that's disgusting. And he, and he and, like, yeah, I totally realized that. But <laughs> I loved him so much, I didn't even care. Yeah. I was like, you're a good I love boy. you. Well, you're you're so and all. His cuteness yeah. negates all the germs. Yeah, You want to sleep on the bed? Okay. I will say I that I sleep. I do sleep more comfortable with clean sheets and a clean body. Of course, of course. Way more yeah. comfortable. I sleep yeah. deeper. Mm-hmm. The quality of sleep is is ten times better. Also Done. depends what you did during the day. Like if I yeah. went to the gym, I'm definitely showering before I'm going to bed. Like, but if I'm just like hanging out or doing like nothing really, uh, like I'm not sweating or anything, then I'm not gonna. Sh- I'll shower in the morning. I don't yeah, know, that, I, I think that's. Fine. I don't think that's a cultural thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's weird. a. So, is there any other differences besides? <laughs> Uh, he's like damn it you know you're coming back to this i thought you'd let me get away know, with it she like, chats she chats I was just like <laughs> slowly backing uh, away from this conversation from la, 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 la. oh man um she feels like she's like i could hear it in the comments now I know, well i, I, I got i got, like, I got a question right. i got a question i got a question sure, sure, sure. yeah so, just ask me something specific and then i'll answer as vaguely as possible so uh when you traveled like with your boyfriend right mm. uh um have there been any weird like comments or uh, looks yeah because we, it, we've been together for like two years but we ha- actually haven't traveled that much oh, together okay, okay. um the only place that we have gone to is like newport rhode mm. island which you know is new england so the same treatment that we get here is what we're going to get over there you know um and you don't usually notice anything right it's normal um or do you get more looks when you're with an asian guy i will say people tend to like tr- People will make like nicer comments when I'm with an Asian guy, if that makes sense. They're, what? they're, they're just like, wow, like That's you guys look surprise. so like perfect together, like that sort of a thing. Like, oh, really? Um, Interesting. Whereas, like, I'm trying to think. Because I, I hear, know. yeah, you I get more, com- like, you get I'm more compliments. So you more get more compliments when you're with yeah. an Asian guy. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder why is that. I mean, do do uh, do people who are giving the compliments do they think you're Asian as well or or, or white? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so. Asian. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Do you see anything different when you date an Asian girl versus when you date outside of your race? Uh, more uh, discerning looks. I remember what, one, when you date. Uh, more discerning looks when I was dating Gabby, who's Dominican. Right. Um, so we were, in, we were in DR and we were on a resort and I was with her and people were just like, non-stop looking at us i'm talking and I'm, I'm not talking about like people who live in dr i'm talking about people like tourists. tourists so that was weird to me mm. and i could feel like a certain like energy is like or almost like i'm a i'm a zoo ant it's weird because i don't get that energy from the locals i don't that they they probably they they probably looked at us as kind of normal it's weird but i didn't get that energy from that but people from like the u.s i guess in that in that space, right? In that environment, it's like, 
what is this Asian guy doing with like a Dominican girl? Like he got a local girl? I don't know. Maybe that's what they were thinking. You should go, yeah, brother. <laughs> hey, you know, you should say, wink at them, like you know, you know what's up. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Asian girl? No. Asian girl is like normal. How about all right? Forget about how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about what do you feel like? Is it different dating outside of your race? Is it d- different dating an Asian girl versus dating a Dominican girl? Like what May was saying earlier, it's different for her because when she dates outside of Asians, yep. she needs to explain more. You know, it's more like exploration, like I feel. Because it's it's like I'm exploring her culture, she's exploring my culture, and I love to introduce new things to her that she's never yeah. uh, even known about or experienced. I love that. And, and I love learning about her Spanish, Dominican. And, and the thing about um, my relationship with, with uh, Gabby is her family's from everywhere. You know, she's mm-hmm. like part black, part uh, Spanish. So she's probably she super like multicultural. Multi- multicultural. She has family in Spain, mm-hmm. um, in Madrid, living in Madrid. Um, and she has family in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. And to me, that's amazing. I'm getting introduced to these cultures, you know. And her mom loves me because I eat all her food. Yeah. <laughs> Everything she makes, I, I eat. That's so sweet. You know? yeah. I love that. So, yeah, it's more of exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. like, it's, like, learning, like, new perspectives and, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that's, like, really beautiful. You don't discriminate. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. Hey, Thanks. I got one for you. Would you date yeah. a guy that's shorter than you? Oh. Mm. Oh, you know, I never have. I I, I mean, I would never say never, but, you know. What, has a, a shorter guy ever, I guess, asked you out or hit on you or, you know? Yeah. Yes, mm. but I wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it wasn't because he was. What, what do you mean, like he was short, or he's just? It wasn't. Because it was, he was a short. vibe. It was it just. Was, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, so like even if he was like six feet, I wouldn't have been into mm. it. Mm. I see. How about personality? Is it funny? Personality. I always go for guys with huge egos. Whoa, yeah. that's what. <laughs> like, that's what. Uh, mm. Caddy told me. She told me she loves guys with big egos. Yeah, I can say that confidently because I was thinking back like to myself. I was like, oh, what's like similar traits of like, you know, guys who you've been with and just like, I don't know, just like having a little talk wow. of myself can, and can, like. Yeah, can you elaborate on that? On, like, just a big like very eagle. charismatic, very like, mm. uh, you know, very confident, very like. Um, but not cocky. Um, confident, not overconfident. Can be cocky. Yeah. Okay. Um, but not. Yeah, I guess not like. Overly. A douchebag. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's no, a fine line between that would be like confidence, cockiness, yeah. and then douchebaggery. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Got line. it. Always like a very striking person. Like people would be like, "Oh, who is that?" Like very like interesting. You know. That mm. makes sense to me. Yeah, because then it's just like, like the oh, life you of get the party. Know- that type of yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh. Like you want to get to know them more. Like they're interesting. Mm. You know. Okay, someone that's charismatic. Mm. I would think like any women would want that. No, I mean yeah. that most women want yeah. that. Someone who. Who's striking, and not not in the the physical uh, mm-hmm. way, but someone who who can you know hold a conversation or yeah. you know like you said charismatic. Mm-hmm. But when you said ego, I was like ego. You know what? No, those some women and correct me if I'm wrong, May, mm-hmm. but some women prefer guys with more mystery to them, with with very little to no ego, and they just want a guy that they kind of have to figure out a little bit that'll make them work. Mm-hmm. They like that mystery. Mm. And then maybe they're a little more like, why is he so quiet? 
They mm-hmm. want to, you know, they're, they're wondering. Isn't that opposite of ego? Yeah, that's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. No. I think it's because like I'm usually not the one who's like pursuing, you know what I mean? So it's always, it tends to be like a guy who's outgoing and like, it's just like, like all. Right, they have like, to be outgoing to actually yeah, approach. Yeah. Okay. And they're all female bartenders. And, mm-hmm. and what they told me, like they would never go after guys. Mm-hmm. Like even if they wanted to, they wouldn't. Even if they like the guy, they would yeah. they, they wait s- for, the, for them to approach. They said, if he can't come up to me, then he doesn't like me enough. That was their reasoning. Mm. I, was, I was curious. I was like, why wouldn't you guys go out with a guy that that you have to go after? What did you have to chase? Mm. It was because that means that he doesn't like me enough to chase me. Yeah. And that's part of I'm the fun. I'm kind of like a similar mentality. Yeah. They are really attracted to fun. So they were like, if he's not going to chase me, then why bother? Mm. He doesn't like me enough. Oh, wow. If I have to chase him, that means he's probably going to go with other girls anyway. Yeah. So. That was their mentality. And I never even thought about it that way. I, that completely made me go, whoa, okay, wait. Because there's a, there's a huge movement of guys going, just ignore her, pretend she's dead, don't exist. <laughs> You've heard of that, right? You heard of that game. Yeah. Right? Where, where guys, I mean, I, I don't know if my game is mad outdated, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still a thing. But they go, don't don't text her back. Don't do anything. Wait a few days. Wait a few you days. Ew, you what? get her number. Don't call her. Don't do anything. Oh, don't don't show that. too much interest or she'll right. be like, you know. Play a cool man. Yeah, he's like, um, maybe he he's um, he's not as as uh, desired. I, I don't know. I just don't have that bandwidth to play that stupid game. I, yeah. I act the way I feel. Like, if I like you, like, you'll know it. You show it. I think there should be more of that because yeah. I the games like that it's like that's not even your personality you're just like adhering to right like this code which, but is but right. you guys are also playing i mean um you said you know you wait for uh a guy to approach you you wouldn't approach a guy so some some women are like that like you, yeah. you mentioned mm-hmm. but isn't that also a game so we're playing different games oh, but what if we're both what you're saying. yeah but what if and now nobody's gonna date anyone if we <laughs> exactly. all play the same yeah. game exactly. if everybody's don't want to approach anyone then yeah and exactly. i will say you like know? i'm not like you know, I wouldn't be passive the entire time. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, but I think that initial, like, like interest should, like, I don't know. I wouldn't be the first. You so know? the guy should then, initiate like, once we're the dating, spark. Obviously, like, for you. yeah, yeah. Once we're dating, of course, it's going to be like back and forth, like mutual. You know? Yeah. But I would put a feeler out there. I, I wouldn't just you know jump in. Yeah, yeah. I'll put a feeler out there. If I feel like everything's so delicate in the beginning. If she gives know? me something back. Yeah. That made me yeah. go. Oh, okay. And then I'll add another feeler Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And then she keeps No, it's like a, like yes. ping pong like if she keeps if she keeps, you know, giving me back and and I'm going, oh, "Okay, but then let's say we play these games where like I give her something, she waits, makes me wait 3 days. I that's it. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play these stupid games, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. too old for that shit. Like, like if, you text her and then you, you know, and then three, three days, days later, oh hey, I didn't even see this. All right, goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. I'm done. Okay, I've definitely been yeah, that I'm, person. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You did it. Yeah, I did it. Quick. Yeah, yeah. And the I love thing, how everybody the thing here. Gab, the, thing, the thing with Gabby, we never played games with each other, so yeah. it was yeah. like that's why we gelled so well. You yeah. know, that's, that's the best. She's my fiance. That's the best when there's no games. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Just, no, just the fact that like we're all in like very committed like years long relationships, <laughs> and we're acting as if like we like know how to date. Oh, like yeah. I don't know how to date. You don't know anything. I don't guys. know how to text don't, boys anymore. Yeah, don't take well, I'm not, advice yeah, from yeah, us. Yeah, I'm like, not don't take saying, any advice from me. I have no uh, idea. Anyway, we're not experts here. Um, don't listen to us. We're not uh, dating coaches or anything like that. Yeah, I've been in a committed relationship for five years. So. so. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, no. I would argue that <laughs> that we're the actually. Oh, we should be like the teacher. Yes, because we we've yeah. been in. You know, we we played the game. We were out there in the field. But you know, I played all the games. Like I, I was and, that person who yeah. texted like wickedly, and mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, look at me now. Just, yeah. <laughs> so I think different strokes for different folks. Thank you, May. <laughs> Thank for you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Always a good time. <laughs> Lucky boys me. out. Thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for the rest of our episodes.